So super films cast. 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 Super films cast. Super films cast. Super 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 films. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Films Cast 64. This is the number one podcast in the world, period. I don't think there's any other better podcast. Suck, take, suck it, Joe Rogan. You know what I hate, Adam? Uh, Joe, Joe Rogan? <laughs> I, I mean, I really don't have an opinion on Joe Rogan. But anytime... Whoa, all right, they, check uh, that is pro Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime when I edit these dumb podcasts that I get paid for, so they're not dumb, they're actually really good. Uh, every time I edit them, and, and it's people that I've never like podcast before, they just mention Joe Rogan. Like, yeah, Joe Rogan, you know. It's like there's more podcasts than Joe fucking Rogan. Yeah, like they're serials. They're serial. Yeah, yeah. There's there's our Mark Marin. Those are the three. Mark Mark Marron. Yeah. Uh, this is the. Films cast. We got Adam Fullerton here, and we got special guest Austin Guttery from the Games Cast. Hey, we yeah. got a little crossover going on here. A we're little free free guy all day. We're talking so, free guy on here. this podcast. Adam, your thoughts on free guy? I thought it was more like freak guy that Ryan Reynolds is too handsome. He is. Too oh, handsome. there's an even ham- handsomer, handsomer, handsomer guy in uh, Free Guy who looks just like Ryan Reynolds. I thought that was Ryan Reynolds, just like his face was superimposed into a big guy. It is. Okay. I was thinking it was Jude Law. <laughs> he is a handsome similar. man. Jude Law. He's have a you, handsome man. Have you ever seen Gattaca, Adam? Um, I haven't. I would I highly... Gallica. Gattaca. Gattaca. <laughs> I would highly recommend seeing Gattaca. Just, have you ever played Galaga? There's some yeah. hot dudes. <laughs> <laughs> There's some hot dudes in Galaga, bruh. Uh, they're, they're like walking around, waddling sideways, like you know the hot boys do. Uh, Gattaca is a science fiction movie that is probably holds up better than most, and it's it, it has uh, Ethan Hawke, Uma Thurman, and uh, Jude Law, and pretty much the gist of it is like uh, in the future, everyone's genes or um, everyone's like DNA is kind of predetermined. And but there's like a divide between the people like who are like predetermined to be whatever. Like they make a hey, we're gonna have this baby be born with six fingers, and they are predetermined to be a piano player, uh, yeah. or they're gonna be an athlete. But there are people that aren't predetermined, and those people are sort of damaged Ethan goods. Hawk, Ethan Hawke, there you go. Yeah. Ethan Hawke, yes, he is the <laughs> damaged person. Uh, it's an incredible movie. Uh, Jude Law is in it. That's what why I thought of it, and I listened to a podcast on it the other day. I saw it back that, in high school. Uh, I highly recommend Gattaca. Very that good sounds movie. really interesting. Yeah, highly recommend I'll it. Add it to the list. Awesome. To the list. We're not talking about Gattaca though on this podcast, Adam, and we have a special guest here, Austin Guttery, to talk about the the movie that's kind of gripping the nation by storm the, by storm yeah and that movie is a uh, dear evan hansen adam bang on the window i think they've estimated there's been like 24 billion dollars in lost productivity 
due to people going to like leaving work to go see this multiple mm-hmm. times and stuff. Or it's been just, nuts. I gotta find just the like clues. Talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's there's some <laughs> subtle stuff in there that you have to watch two or three times in you order gotta, to pick up on. You gotta pick up on the little details. You know, little clues in the back. Like it's a very I, subtle movie. Yeah. Like I I've only seen it once, so I need to go back and look. But I think Evan Hansen might be a little uncomfortable in social situations. <laughs> Who would have thought? It's funny you say that, because like, I didn't pick up on that the first few times I saw mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. by the fourth time, I was like, oh my god, he can't even like go to the prom. It's like, <laughs> how, he's such a... Well, we'll get into it. So, Dear Evan Hansen, it's based on a award, a Tony-winning Broadway play. Is that correct, Adam? I know you're the I... uh, Broadway guy here. Yeah, I'm the Tony man. It it collected multiple Anthony's. Uh <laughs> so it it came to the sil- from the from the Broadway stage to the silver screen. Um and uh it's starring Ben Platt, who was the original actor in it. Um obviously the main thing that it's being talked about uh for is that he is 28 and is playing a 17 18 year old in this movie uh we all went and saw this movie together after yes. a nice dinner at Dick's last resort so we, <laughs> very <laughs> classy dinner very classy we evening we had a uh, quite a night it was your and, birthday uh, right you're in Gina's birthday that night. <laughs> yeah Trey uh, told them it was <laughs> my wife and my birthday yeah the same birthday <laughs> and so they gave us like five rounds of <laughs> they gave us mad dog uh, a condom <laughs> over a cup yeah <laughs> and uh some dessert yep i wish someone had warned me how 18 plus that place was gonna be <laughs> it was pretty racy <laughs> Uh, my yeah, mom my mom saw the picture. She's like, that's so funny. How do they come up with those things? I just don't know how they come up with that. <laughs> I went we... there. The, the service was a little rude. I don't it... know what the deal. Uh, maybe she was just having a bad day. Yeah, who knows? She screamed right in Kirk's face. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was genuine, too. Yeah, Kirk is very frustrating. <laughs> Whoa. Shots fired. We did see this after a nice evening, though, uh, and so I, I kind of felt bad because I feel like there are people in the theater who probably held this play in very high regard. I know uh, a couple friends I've talked to since that have either have seen the musical or have, or have listened to songs from the musical and they enjoy it. You know, so I don't, and, and from what I gather. The the Broadway musical is supposed to be a lot more kind of dark funny. Like, it's supposed to be kind of more... And it's also supposed to focus more on the uh, the guy who died, Connor. The guy who uh, committed suicide. And Yeah, that, in case you don't know, this movie's about suicide. It is. And, like, it's not like at the end it's a downward spiral and he commits suicide. The whole movie is kind of uh uh oh what an awkward situation we're in after this guy committed suicide. yeah and i mean take take out just 
Ben Platt looking like he's about 40. Well, I mean, I think it's a, we can get back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Get back to it. But I'm saying though, like take that out. And I still think the story is very bad. And I don't think it focuses on, focuses on the right thing or the right person. I think, you know, like, I I think uh, I was more interested to know why Connor, why, why he killed himself, why he was so damaged, why he uh, was going through all this. Why did he do it? Like that, that's, those were my questions. I really didn't care about Ben Platt and his, or uh, I'm sorry, Evan Hansen and his whole plight, you know, his whole predicament he puts himself in. It just, it, it was focused on the, for the tone it was doing. It was focusing on the wrong person. Well, just because I would imagine that most people listening uh, probably don't know kind of what it's about. Sure, go ahead. So Evan Hansen is this, he's this socially awkward guy. He has so socially awkward. He has one family friend, but that's basically just to explain plot points to, so he can say them out loud instead of think about them. Mm -hmm. Um, So he he has been told by his therapist to write letters to himself to inspire himself every day to be better or, or whatever. He's so awkward, in fact, in in the one of the early scenes in the movie, his his mom leaves him food, his mom who is a nurse, Julianne so Moore. Never, so she's never around, Julianne Moore, leaves him money to get f- to order food for himself and he just doesn't order food cuz he'd be it'd be way too weird to talk to a delivery person who's delivering him food. So he just decided not to eat at all. Um, so that's a defining characteristic. So he goes, uh, he has a love interest, whatever. So he goes, writes a letter. And part of it is talking about his love interest girl, the Connor, the guy who ends up killing himself takes that note, sees it's about his sister and is like, Oh, what, what the, what the fuck is this? Um, and then he goes off and kills himself like immediately with yeah. the note on him. But the way it's written, it makes it seem like it's a note to Evan Hansen from Connor. And so his parents find the note and are like, were you this guy's friend when he wasn't? Mm-hmm. And, and so he also, then- uh, Evan Hansen has a cast because he was, um, I think like a nature preserve during the summer and he fell off a tree. Uh, and uh, right. so he has a like big cast and no one's signing it. And, and Connor signs his cast. Right. Just yeah. To do it. To be, to be a jerk. Right. He signs it really big. So no one else can sign it. Right. Um, Though that's kind of big now is the, uh, like in, I know they did that in it, the lover thing on the cast. Someone signed the mm-hmm. cast real big. It's a big, uh, big motif. Now is signed big name on cast. Big cast name. Big cast name. Uh, and so then he, uh, so then that guy kills himself. He talks to his parents. He lies to the parents about being this guy's friend just because he wants to feel included. Yeah, basically. I mean, it, it could be that he feels so bad for the parents, and it's right. Like, and, it, and Amy Adams and is like want... persistent about this. You right. know, like she's not giving up or giving in to the fact that they weren't. Right. So it's. It's basically, and I think you should leave sketch. <laughs> yeah. 
uh-huh. where he just continues to double down yes. over and over again throughout the movie on him being the friend of this guy who he was never friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just being awkward, awkward. Were you friends with the dead kid? <laughs> awkward. We got to It's also a musical, Adam. So we got to sing about right. the, the dead, dead kid every now and, then, and again. So when there's a big emotional moment, we got to start singing about the big emotional moment, Every which time. I think that just, it, I think that's, I think movies that are musicals that are uh, from Broadway plays, I think that's, it's a big disconnect because the music is not built in naturally to like the movie. Like there's, you know, like Disney movies or something like that was made for screen. I've not seen too many musicals, honestly. And so I just assume like something like La La Land, ha- they put their numbers in places that aren't like in the middle of big dramatic moments with dialogue. Uh, That just pulls me out of, of the movie. I, I feel like I think it probably works on Broadway. It doesn't work for me in a movie. It, one of the other, it's just like, it's just so weird. Like, you can't talk about the movie without talking about how strange he looks the whole time. He's an odd looking guy in general. And And you never get, and he's also acting so big with everything. He's acting like he's on stage. Yeah. Well, he's the only guy from the stage play they actually brought in. Like, they, Turned down every other single actor, but brought him in for some reason. And he could have still done the singing parts, like the voice parts, and they yeah. could have dubbed it in. I don't know why they didn't do that, but they just got some old, puffy, wrinkly-looking guy. So now they're going to do the baby filter for that when they release it on worse. streaming. It's I've, I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> I'm going to do it again, because it's, it's going to be so crazy. Um but you know why he w- he was the only one who made it? Why? Uh, do you know who the producer of this movie was? Um, Harvey uh, Weinstein. Uh, oh. uh, it would be a man named Mark Platt. Oh, it's his dad? Uh, or... His brother or something? It's his dad. Oh, it's nepotism. His dad, oh, uh, his dad, dad? is like La La Land and hey, all stuff. So he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make my boy a star. And then now he's a fucking meme. Everybody hates him. <laughs> but like on top of all that, like him looking weird, the when, when he sings, like the veins bulge out of his neck in yeah. a super weird way, that image of him like crying. And that's another part. So many of the songs, he has to be like weeping yeah. and singing. And there's weird vocal flourishes in the songs, which are, he doesn't always so like they do some things where he sings bad because he's like crying Mm -hmm. like i like i don't think like where it doesn't sound good but it makes it it's all just like oh woof uh real rough uh from that perspective yeah and and just uh, some of the stuff in it is just very hackneyed or, you know, like when he does the big speech and he's singing the speech and then it's like, oh, it's, it goes viral over the yeah, internet. It went viral. It went viral. And then like uh, there was like a headline that said, uh, f- friend uh, s- 
friend, guy's best friend dies, you won't believe what happens next. You won't believe what happens next. <laughs> Just... His friend killed himself. You won't believe what happens next. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. so <laughs> stupid. It's so dumb. Uh, and then they just, I don't know, it, the the whole, and they like spent a little time at the very end kind of being like, yo, Connor was in recovery. Well, I, I just, I don't know. Like for me, they're trying to make this dramatic. It wasn't, I guess the play is supposed to be a bit more funny and it's supposed to like more focus on the Connor character. This is, they were trying to be very serious. Like they were being like, we need to make a statement about mental health. And I don't think they ever did that. I while doing just, a pretty yeah. poor representation of mental health. Right. Kind of all around, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Uh, I, I so think the, the songs the songs are bad. Yes. Like, some of them, Trey and I were jamming to some of them earlier. Oh, okay. they, they sound Slap. better on, like, when you're not seeing him sing it. They, well, the songs and, and honestly, the beginning... Too, we were also uh, listening to the actual Broadway production, too. Uh-huh. So we weren't listening to the movie versions. Well, the songs at the beginning are pretty fun. They're lighthearted, and it's like, there's a lot of comedy in them because it's it's like, a, right. how do you get into this mess? It's not just like right. Ben Platt, yeah. like, choke crying, singing <laughs> right. real dramatic songs. The one part in the movie where they're doing the emails, I think that was the best part because that was, like, the most visually... Um, stimulating. I don't know what the right word is. Like they actually had stuff going on. They played with it a bit. It was kind of funny, you know. Like they played with like the different like scenarios. That was a good one. I thought. Right. I thought if it was more like that, where it was more, we're gonna have a little bit of fun with this. It's not just gonna be him walking and crying, you know. I I think it could have been better, but you know, maybe I don't know. That's maybe the play isn't like that, so we're not gonna do that. I guess also one of the weirdest parts is that he like is able to scheme and and use <laughs> use this to bang yeah bang <laughs> he's trying to bang his sister <laughs> to bang the guy's sister yeah that's, right <laughs> which is like yikes <laughs> yeah it's it's he's a pretty shitty human being and I it's, don't think the he... movie movie kind of doesn't really it kind of lets him off the hook in a way it's like you just pretty much scheme this whole family. Yeah, he well, should have okay. killed himself at the end. He probably should. That would have been, that would have been justice. Hang in the orchard. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but also, um, have you guys seen the uh, the Rotten Tomato stuff on this? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, so if you were to guess, let's start with critic score. Give me a number. Say forty six. Fifty six. Okay, critic score is thirty-two. Ooh. Oh god! So, pretty, pretty bashed by critics. Now, audience score. Same tone here because a lot of theater people probably went in. Theater people either probably loved this or hated it because it didn't do it justice. I'm gonna say they hated it, and I'm gonna say thirty-two. And Trey, what did you say? I think people are stupid, and so I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm going to go 75. Okay, it was an 89. Damn! Score. Oh, my God. I think, it, I think this is more of an example of the people people who went to go see it are the people that are going to like it. Like, all the people trashing it and hating on it probably were not sick fucks like us right. who went to actually <laughs> go see it. 
Um, and people just were kind of obviously like, no, I'll stay away. There's nobody mm-hmm. accidentally getting into Dear Evan Hansen. Well, like, oh god. <laughs> Honestly, well, actually, the, the guy that we saw in the theater when we first walked in <laughs> might have accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> he was enjoying his popcorn. He wanted something going on. He looked <laughs> like he would have enjoyed a Fast and the Furious movie a little better than this, but he was in there ready for DEH. I, you know, I, I, I want to admit something. I did not know this was a musical going in. <laughs> Really? Oh, really? Yeah. And so he starts singing, and it wasn't like a shock. I'm like, oh, oh no, okay. But it was a, it was definitely. Like, Wait a minute, this is a musical. Uh, oh, that would have been a devastating <laughs> discovery. <laughs> Just like, oh no! Oh god! <laughs> what am I doing? It was, yeah. I just uh, don't know. I and I kind of want to. I kind of want to. F- watch some good musicals because i i don't know if i hate musicals or i've just seen every shitty musical ever to come out in the last few years because everyone i've seen i hate it i think musicals are only good if they're comedies like i really like the producers and like is spam a lot a musical i think it is yeah i like i like the stuff i like disney stuff i like comedy stuff but have you ever seen did you ever see book of mormon no Ooh, that'd be good. Okay, Book I of really Mormon too. Uh, ben Ben uh, Platt actually was in Book of Mormon. As oh, well. really? I refuse yeah. to see uh, Hamilton because it beat uh, out Bo Burnham inside. For oh, this, okay, uh, Jesus. All right, it's almost well, worse yeah. than it being for Boy, race you're, reasons. You're making me side <laughs> with Lin Manuel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, hey, I can film a fucking play. I'm gonna get a fucking Emmy for it. Look at me. I put a camera on a tripod. There you go. Yeah, but did you learn a little bit about history? <laughs> Do you think they actually made him run the camera, too, during that performance? <laughs> he had to run down there. <laughs> yeah, to do it both. And to make sure it was in frame. Uh, frame this shot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it, it's a mess, and it's, it's, uh, it's kind of easy to make fun of it, but it's it's for good reason. I just well, it's I, just so over the top dramatic. It's like no no yeah. one's actually no one feels that much in their <laughs> real life. Everyone's just as empty as me inside. Damn. Would you guys suggest it as a movie like we watched it as a as a as a hate watch? I, yeah, I, I think it's entertaining yeah. enough. But I would say wait till it's streaming. Well, right. Yeah, I. You know? I will say this movie dropped me in my chair where I was like sitting up and then just like slumped down even further, <laughs> like all the way multiple I... times. And <laughs> like, I, I don't, was... I can't remember. Like there's a lot of movies. Like I watched cats. Like I sat through that whole thing <laughs> and I was, I was upright this. It was just like deflating. And it's so way, long. Like, it is very long. I it's was like, like looking at my 15 minutes my non-existent watch the whole time. Just like, w- w- were we still going? Trey was taking it. pictures of the screen for like 20 he minutes. Fell, all right. <laughs> there, and there's, all right, I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to be a jerk and ruin it for people, but there's like a reveal that happens towards the end that I called like way at the beginning. And when they kind of do the reveal, I hear someone in the crowd go, oh! and I'm like, you didn't figure that out like way beforehand. It was pretty obvious. Not everyone's will- a genius, Trey. I will say that I didn't. I, yeah, I, I didn't see that coming I did, either. Like, like looking back, I feel kind of dumb. 
That's no, I'm usually the dumb guy, though. I usually don't pick up on that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but uh, for some reason, I, I figured that was probably the case. So, uh, watch it if you want to watch Hate It with some friends. Uh, it's bad. I wish they had done a little bit more with mental health stuff because it just sucked. It was. It really, uh, I have really a theory. Sucked. Do you think Evan Hansen went to Connor's house that night and killed him <laughs> and made it look like a suicide so he could get that? We never back. saw the body, so right. They so never say shit. how he killed him. Though. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe was... maybe it's because I just watched BoJack Horseman and I'm watching Breaking Bad and all that deals with addiction and stuff. And 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 th- I guess Connor was supposed to be in recovery. I feel like they could have just handled that a lot better. There's so much other better stuff that deals with addiction that I wish they had they had done something better with that. But how much revolves around getting Poontang from a girl who's sister killed himself? Uh... <laughs> I don't think a lot. I don't think Breaking Bad does that now. They don't. Well, he does mm-hmm. want to get Poutine from Jane, but she did. Who Walt? Oh no, uh, Jesse. Ten out of yeah. ten. A plus. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, Adam. Uh, we we watched a movie. Uh, we we've yeah. kind of been kind of sporadic on, on these podcasts as of late. And uh, a few weeks ago, uh, Norm MacDonald died. Passed yeah, do you guys away. remember? remember do you that? guys remember that? <laughs> it was a long time ago. Now. So long ago, <laughs> in, in years ago. And uh, we decided to watch the film Dirty Work. Well, I guess it was the he direct. Oh no, I'm sorry. He wrote it or co-wrote it. He co-wrote it and starred. And uh, Bob Saget was the director. Yeah, Bob Saget. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I just watched it last night. You watched it a few. I watched it over a week ago. A week ago, okay. Yeah, this um, is one of those movies that I I always saw the uh, cover for at like a blockbuster. Oh. I remember. Well, and this I was always, always thought on... it was Emilio Estevez because oh, I never that's... saw it that close up, <laughs> and so I thought it was like Mighty Ducks because I think one of the Mighty Ducks covers is like this, you but it's it definitely Goldberg. not. Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez and Goldberg on the yeah. cover. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, not the way I want to remember Norm MacDonald. <laughs> sure. No. Oh no. <laughs> well, we watch. We've been watching Austin Powers, and a lot of a lot of people would be like, "Oh, it just doesn't hold up." No, you want to see a movie that doesn't hold up. <laughs> uh, this movie talks about whores. A lot, uh-huh. <laughs> prostitutes, um, and then sex is, workers, and then just a bunch of a bunch of gay jokes, mostly. <laughs> like, probably ninety percent of the jokes are gay jokes. Something about something about that, yeah. There's there's one there's a ton of prison rape jokes, and there's a prison rape joke that yeah. I kept waiting to be subversive, and it mm-hmm. never was. Yeah. <laughs> Just like like they go to he goes to jail immediately. He's like, you know what happens in jail? And Artie Lang's like, it's, no, I don't know. And, it feels like just like the best and worst of Dan McDowell the whole movie. <laughs> and then ends and so then uh, he's like, you. Let's go. And then they go, and then they bring him back. They never really say anything. You don't really see anything. And then afterwards, he just, like, admonishes them for raping him. And then you move on to the next scene. <laughs> uh, woof. Um, there's there's some good there's good stuff. Like, I, this was on Comedy Central all the time. Uh-huh. Um, the scene where they're, they're going and they're 
So the idea of the movie is that uh, they're slackers and they need a job. They've gone through 15 jobs in two weeks or something. At one point, they say something like that, which is <laughs> who keeps insane. hiring them? <laughs> Why are they, you're going through multiple jobs in a day? You just get fired <laughs> immediately. Um, the 90s were wild. Uh, but they go and they start a revenge business. So people hire them to get revenge on whoever. And so this one guy was like, my neighbors are always really loud. And so they go, they put fish. That's a good one, yeah. They go fish <laughs> all throughout his house. And uh, then like mob guys go in and one of the guys like, I smell fish. And the other guy's like, is that a code word? And then they all pull out guns and they start shooting each other. And, and they're just, just a shot. <laughs> It's just a shot of Norm and Artie <laughs> holding holding fish, and it's just like super long of them like shooting, and a guy gets a chainsaw and a bunch of stuff, uh, and that's really funny. But the, the the big funny part is when Artie like keeps hiding fish after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Uh, so like, there's funny stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that when. Uh, he he d- makes little recordings to himself sometime, and there's a bearded lady, uh-huh. and uh, she's like, "You haven't lived until you've been with a bearded lady." <laughs> and then uh, Norm's like, "Note to self: I don't want to." Li- <laughs> <laughs> or the one where he said, "Note to self: Learn to fight." Was funny, right? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, um, I mean, there's there's a lot of a lot of funny jokes in yeah. there, but then there's also. Like they're working at a movie theater and their prank is to like, it's like uh, a bunch of people sitting down and the movie's called Men in Black having sex. (laughs) (laughs) What? And then, uh, yeah. And so all the people have to watch uh, gay sex and then they're like, turn around. And then uh, Artie Lang, like, peaks i guess like a second he's like you peaked you peaked it it feels like it was written by a middle schooler you know at times uh it 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 kind of felt like an adam sandler movie or like someone is trying to write a copy of an adam sandler movie you know or it feels like it was made in the 80s and it was made in 1998 and there's like nineties music in it. Like like yeah. pop nineties music. It's it's so bizarre when you hear that. because uh, you it feels like a movie made in like nineteen eighty nine or nineteen ninety two. It feels like it, it's a little happy Gilmore ish. I don't know if that's just because like there's a bit of narration yep. at the beginning, there's a the, the grandpa character they need to get help with, there's Shooter McGavin's in it. So, I mean, there's right. little things that are very kind of a little Happy Gilmore esque. I mean, Adam Sandler's in it, technically, you know, for a bit. <laughs> Adam Sandler is funny. Yeah. That, I like that scene with <laughs> Gary, Gary Coleman. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think Chris Farley is really good in this movie, too. Man, and it this is his last ever role, right? <laughs> oh, last no, was, no, was it? I think it was, dude. <laughs> oh. So, the whole time, I'm just like, oh. That's why I wrote to you, like, he's not looking great because, like, I just. I don't know. Like maybe it's just because I know this is his last movie, and he's probably gonna be dead soon. <laughs> right. But well, he just it's looked... just like just no, classic. Trey, Chris I'm sorry. Marley. His last movie was Almost Heroes with Matthew Perry. Okay. Okay. Okay then. Well, maybe technically, that... his last movie that he worked on was Shrek, and he yes. died very early into the production of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. And if you ever listen to, uh, go check on YouTube uh, the very early voice over of chris farley it's very interesting it's, it's a not very good i think movie. 
I think Mike Myers did it right the way he did it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. We don't know. Like, that's the thing. It just sounds really like know. Chris Farley. Yeah, but it, it, I think it would have been a completely different movie. I think uh, Mike Myers totally reworked it, like, once he got on the project. Like, it, it was right. a different movie back then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because he talks about, like, his parents and stuff like that. I think it was more of a kind of a childlike character than Mike Myers. Well, the, the guy who wrote the book ended up loving the movie. Like, even oh, I'm with sure, all the yeah. pop culture stuff. I mean, they did it. I think they did it right. I don't think they did yeah. it too too much. And it was also sort of a jab at Disney anyway. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like Shrek. Um, I, I'll fight any Zoomer that wants to meme on it. That's well, my Trey, that's my old man take. We've moved on to E.T. memes now. <laughs> I saw the <laughs> E.T. memes. Yeah. You got E.T. Them. loves pluckers. <laughs> <laughs> E.T. is funny. I watched, I showed, Gina has never seen E.T., so okay. I, we watched a bunch of E.T. clips. E.T.'s, E.T.'s. He phoned home, nuts. man. This guy, this guy, he's waddling around. Mm-hmm. He's getting scared. He's drinking beers. Eating Reese, Reese pieces. All them Reese's. Did Gina cry? Uh, like yeah. A Gina cry movie. Yeah, did, she cried. She did. <laughs> we, I mean, we were watching YouTube clips, but even that, <laughs> even it's, that got it's her. It's very sad movieclips.com I haven't seen that since I was a kid E.T. yeah it's scary they do good stuff over at movieclips.com yeah they do (laughs) hey shout out to (laughs) movieclips.com give me the 10 clips that really sum up this movie (laughs) (laughs) movieclips.com and cinemasins it's all you need you don't even need to watch movies got those two movieclips.com saved my ass a lot working for the Mavericks whenever we needed HD um, footage of mm-hmm. movies and stuff. Movie clip. Trey, have you watched anything else lately? Uh, I mean, um, hold on, let me look at my list. Uh, yeah, Dirty Work. It's it's you know, you might, I don't know. It's it's free on Hulu. I don't think watch, it's great though. Watch the Norm Macdonald OJ joke. Super. <laughs> yeah, do that. It's so good. Watch watch the uh, watch his appearances on talk shows. Don't don't watch Dirty Work. Yeah, Not the yeah. best way to commemorate his life and legacy. Right. Unless uh, you're a, a Bob Saget movie <laughs> completist. <laughs> as a director, not, a, not as an actor. Um, I think, Adam, that uh, that's all I've watched. Okay. Uh, I did watch an episode and a half of Loki. I hear okay. that show's supposed to get better. <laughs> It's a good review. <laughs> I hear it's supposed to get better. I hear yeah. it's supposed to get better. <laughs> Rumor has <laughs> That's about it. Adam, what have you been watching? Okay, well, I have a few. Austin, do you want to go first If before I rattle off? Yeah, Austin. Yeah, last night we watched The Lighthouse, which I had already yeah. seen. It's so You're cool. good. It's even better than I tonight. remember. Yeah, it's even better than I remember the first time. Um, and I watched it with subtitles this time, so I could actually like get all the nuances of the like old sailor mm-hmm. speak they were saying and stuff. And it's, I would watch it again right now. It's just like I remember that first time you saw ride. it. Yeah, Trey was there on my first <laughs> day with Danielle in the theater, <laughs> and then he cornered me afterward. And Danielle's in the bathroom, was like, "Hey, sorry, I was in the theater. I could see you guys. I'm gonna leave before she comes out." And then he ran away. 
And that was the last I saw of him. It was not on purpose. Oh, it was not on purpose that I was right. at the same theater. Um, it's just such a good mix of like tension and levity and the juxtaposition of slamming the two types of scenes together is just so good. It's so crazy how funny it is. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, like it's a blast the whole time. It like it's super intense mm-hmm. and super tense and just interesting. And you could and like it on can... so go ahead, sorry. Well, no, and it's just funny. Yeah. And yeah. There's just the stuff that's just like yeah, genuinely hilarious. And, and even can... some of the like horrific parts get funny like when he's leading him around like a dog at the end and mm-hmm. burying him while he's still talking like yeah it's great and you can like watch it on very uh, on so many levels you can enjoy it because i feel like sometimes like a movie will be a little bit more uh pretentious or um we're gonna make this really you're really gonna have to like think about this very but this is like you could enjoy it on a surface level and then there's other like you ways you can enjoy it. you can really go in depth in what the movie is about um yeah you know you could there's there's many ways to enjoy the movie i think it's i wouldn't say it's accessible but i would say you could i i would say uh there are many different levels you could you can enjoy it on you know yeah it's 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 just a very cool interesting weird and fun movie it's like the perfect role for willem dafoe oh like, yeah it's like yeah. A, it was yeah. written for him yeah he's much. perfect in that yeah yeah uh, apparently, there was supposed to be a scene with Robert Pattinson's fully erect penis that well, you can like see, and the financiers <laughs> made them take it out. That was uh, Adam. I guess you made a bet saying that I had to something. I had to like do the first scene of the lighthouse, thinking that was the first scene. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, because in an early cut, it was, and I yeah. read it, and I was like. I was like, Trey, if you lose, you have to you have to film yourself doing whatever the first scene of the lighthouse is. <laughs> and I was like, ah, damn. Uh, yeah, it apparently was like him jacking off, and then it just like fades into where the lighthouse is his penis. Right. Where it's like, uh, oh, okay, we're Get being it? subtle about this. <laughs> yeah. I saw the clip or the little article I read about it said it quoted the director who was like, we had a very juvenile shot of the penis <laughs> becoming the lighthouse. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Robert Eggers rules. Like, oh, yeah. I can't wait I till on... his next thing about Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. 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 God, it's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, my God. He did the Vavitch, right? The Vavitch, yeah. yes. The Vitch. Which is. Maybe my, feminine. Well, uh, I wouldn't say that's my favorite horror movie. I think maybe it it could be Hereditary is my favorite I, horror movie. I, I recommended that. The Vitch to my uncle, and he came back and said it was the worst thing you've ever seen. Well, that's well, you can't be. It's not an uncle movie. No, <laughs> no, I, dude, I love, I love the uh, the Robert Eggers, uh, Ari Aster combo we're getting of those two guys making movies. I, I love all those. All four of my babies. Can't pick your yeah. favorite the, baby. The witch has that big boob lady in it, right? Yes. Nice. Uh, oh, Anya a... Taylor Joy. Mm-hmm. And it also has the big. She's not. She's not a big boob lady. That's what Jesus. Austin says. You got to look up the secret picks. I. Uh, <laughs> you just j- do your research. Do your own research. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> do your own research. Uh, the The Northman is Robert Eggers. Okay. Upcoming April eighth, which uh, that's a little disappointing. That's out that early. 
But uh, he co-wrote the screenplay with Icelandic, po- Icelandic poet and novelist Sohn. Sohn. Which is awesome. S-J-O with an... Uh, it's uh, like Bjork. Accent mark N. Yeah. Okay. Sohn, which is like, yeah, hell yeah. I want to watch a Viking movie <laughs> made by a guy named Sohn. And you know who's <laughs> in it, Trey? Maz Mikkelsen. Bjork. Bjork's in it. I'm Bjork's definitely going to see it. Alexander Skarsgård as the Viking prince Horses. Amleth. Of course he's in who it. Seeks, who seeks justice for the murder of his father. Is it Mavs Mickelson yes. in it? Uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Okay, never mind. Is Mavs Mickelson a good new character for <laughs> the Mavs to have as a Mavs New Mavarello <laughs> Bolovich. It's Mavs Mickelson. He's really good in movies. Nicole Kidman, Anya Taylor-Joy, Bjork, Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe. Hell okay, yes. Willem Dafoe. Okay, that's. I was thinking either Willem Dafoe or Mads Mikkelsen. Okay, I was getting confused. Willem Dafoe's character is Hymir the Fool. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Uh, Willem Dafoe is pretty I, I awesome. Well, maybe that transfer goes into a movie that I watched. Okay. Oh. I watched. Uh, I watched Overnight, which is a documentary about. The guy who wrote and directed Boondock Saints. Okay. That starring, is a... starring Willem Dafoe. Yeah, he was in that. He uh, chews the scenery up in that, as the kids like yeah. to say. It was a firefly. <laughs> um, this movie is very funny <laughs> because it's basically this guy at his peak. So the story of Troy Duffy, if you guys don't know, is he was like a bartender. Mm-hmm. Um, who wrote the Boondock Saints script? Uh, and then they it. they put him in the last play of the game, and he like saved the game, right? right? Exactly. Right. Uh, he he sold the script to Miramax and Harvey Weinstein for some huge sum of money, and part of it was that like they bought the bar that he worked at as well, so he owned owned the bar and then he was also in this band with his brother and his friends and so the movie starts like right after that deal is signed and his friends are making the documentary so it starts out as like a hey look at this uh, it's our f- cool friends like rise but it, that is the peak of Troy Duffy and everything <laughs> goes wrong after that and it's basically <laughs> just like a very obvious like like the documentarians in the course of the movie are just like, this guy's a huge asshole and we just want to expose him as much as possible for being who it is. Uh, Basically he like yells at Harvey Weinstein and Weinstein is just like, okay, you're not going to work in this town ever again. And like, (laughs) just like absolutely fucks him over. But like, it's hard to be like, oh, oh, kind of good for Harvey Weinstein, because <laughs> uh, that's not the the moral that you take from it. Right. Uh, it, it does show the power that he had, though, because he just like, like it went. They lost all their funding for the movie, so they were able to go. They get an independent movie for like half as much of the funding as they were going to have, um, and then they go. It premieres at Cannes to pretty good reviews. And then nobody buys it because essentially it's like thought that Harvey Weinstein was just like, nobody work with this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so like Boondock Saints was a success, but only on home video. It never got like a mm-hmm. wide release. 
and uh, Troy Duffy had no rights to the home video distribution. Oh, oh God. And so he's never worked there again. His uh, his band, which basically got like attention just because people wanted to work with him because he was being sold as like this big, hot, up-and-coming director. Like all of that stuff fell through after he changed their name to the Boondock Saints to try to like <laughs> ditch off that. And like the last, the last uh, part of the documentary is just it just shows everybody like in his band and all the documentarians and all, all the people like early on in the movie. They're like, we've never seen anyone whose like whole entourage has gone and had a huge come up in a way like this because of this and. You know, Troy Duffy was like, this is all my doing and stuff like that. And it just shows all of them working like construction jobs and bartending <laughs> and like doing doing nothing. Uh, well, Defoe's so been struggling ever since. Well, <laughs> it's it's very enjoyable if you just want to okay. watch. What's it called again? It just, it's called Overnight. Overnight. Uh, if you want, it's on what I will think I watched on Amazon. So I, I rented it. It does suck that it's Harvey Weinstein because... <laughs> It's yeah, it's like, and Harvey Weinstein's like not in it more yeah. than like he's on the other end of a phone call. That you it's see. all it's hard not to have that guy in anything like that though. Like he was such a, a figure, you know, back then. And right, yeah, it, it's almost impossible not to have him mentioned. You can't uh, erase some people from history. Yeah, I watched uh, Serpico. Okay, that is the uh, Al Pacino cop drama. Al Pacino is a he's a cop and he's a what good is, cop. What's his line in that one? There isn't really one. Okay, there's not a a big quote. There's not an Attica Attica in there. There's no Attica. There's no Huaz. Okay. There's no got a great ass. <laughs> nothing, nothing like that. But it is no Duncachino. <laughs> no Duncachino. Um, if you if you Google. Al Pacino, Serpico <laughs> outfits. This okay. entire movie, he's like a plainclothes police officer. Uh-huh. And so it, uh, I just want to be clear. He is not undercover when he's wearing any of these. <laughs> this is just like him walking around. It's, <laughs> he's wearing insane things this entire movie uh, where he like wants to relate to the people. Uh-huh. And it's just like the craziest thing where he's supposed to look like a hippie and stuff. So the movie, it's kind of about, he's a, he's a cop. Um, all the other cops are being bought off by bad guys, but he refuses to be bought off. And so he goes, he takes his, he takes his troubles up the, up the chain and nobody does anything. Mm. So he finally goes and he goes to the New York times and gets it exposed and all that stuff. And then he gets in the end, spoilers, uh, is working a, like a drug case and none of the officers help him as he like tries to bust into this apartment and he gets shot. It's like, um, like the shield. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen the shield, but it's similar. Similar uh, stuff goes on on the shield. So pretty good. I wouldn't say it's like fantastic. It's not uh, a, it's not a dog day afternoon. It's not a dog day afternoon. Dog day afternoon was but I'm trying to watch more Pacino stuff. Okay. Because it's fun. And then uh, last night I watched Speed Racer. Dude, I've been <laughs> waiting to watch Speed Racer. I wish uh, I had known. I would have watched it. It's, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Is it wild? I hear it's great. It's, I wouldn't say it's great. I've okay. heard it's great. And so I went in kind of being like, 
oh, this is going to be like a hidden gem. I wouldn't say it's great. Mm -hmm. It is visually unlike anything. Like, it is a very cool thing in, like, visually taking anime stuff and, Mm -hmm. like, doing it with actual people. Yeah. Um, And there's a lot of... There's a lot of cool stuff. The it's visually visually very 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 good. Uh, Story wise, it's fine. It, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still a kids movie at its core. Okay. Um, but it is like if you want a colorful movie that has like faces talking sliding across the screen, uh, <laughs> the entire time, like it's it's pretty tight. Okay. Do they try to like emulate the show and do all the like weird? Like effects and stuff. They do some of it, um, not all. There, I was thinking that it was going to be a lot more like kind of split screen, him talking super fast and mm-hmm. like <laughs> and doing that sort of stuff. It, they don't really do that as much, um, but it is like definitely super stylistic movie that they were trying to do a lot of the a lot of the. Um, the Speed Racer cartoon stuff, and right? Other, other bits. Well, cool. fun. There fun. you go. Is that everything? That, that's what I watched. Awesome, man. Uh, so Adam, I know we have some news, but sure. yeah, I know we actually have a big month of movies coming out. It's okay. uh, movies are back. Movies Let's, are back. We're doing it. So today, October 1st, Adam, uh, a few things are out today. We got the Mini Saints of Newark, Sopranos. That's out today? That is out today. You could go watch that right now on HBO Max. Interesting. Wait, how small are these saints, Trey? They're about, they're tiny. They're very okay. tiny. They're mini. Right. They're mini. Oh, the Mini Saints. Right. We also have uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage out today. And I I hear that is actually getting some good reviews. Uh, I was telling Adam last week that Venom, the first one with Tom Hardy, might be the worst movie I've ever seen. And Adam (laughs) disagreed. He said it's fun. I only watched the first half, and I've never seen someone not care about a role as much as Tom Hardy, like, phoned it in for that movie, it seemed like. Yeah, I I disagree. I don't think he phoned it in, because in the second half, it's like, truly wild yeah and he has to he is like given it uh all right it's a super big throwback to like early 2000 superhero yeah movies uh that just aren't made anymore there's kind of like a marvel pattern mm-hmm. to it whereas now whereas venom is like how it used to be in like what's a what's it like a like a daredevil, daredevil? yeah daredevil was something pretty like bad, that though or Punisher. Right. Well, I mean, or I Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's... I mean, even Sam Raimi Spider-Man great... was... I mean, you watch those Sam Raimi Spider-Man, they're, they're not really superhero movies like we know them now. They're like romantic right. comedies with superheroes in them. Well, that's I... like what every CW show with a superhero was, yeah. basically. It was like a movie version of that. Right. I, I wouldn't say that Venom is good. <laughs> I think it's. I think it was fine and it was interesting. It was in the end, it just ended up being like 
CGI monsters fighting. Yeah. Which is boring. We also have a um, uh, Titan, which is uh, some uh, science fiction movie uh, that I've seen previews for. Adam, do you, do you know what this is? I it's one that I have seen the stuff for, but yeah. I can't I can't tell you much about it. Well, it looks interesting, so maybe we could do some of the is, research. So October eighth. Oh, go ahead. Well, no, go ahead. October 8th, we have No Time to Die, the uh, last Daniel Craig, James Bond movie. And we also have Lamb, the uh, A24 horror film about like a, a lamb that's supposed to represent their their dead kid. That's mm-hmm. a lamb. It's part of the whole uh, animal cinematic universe we're getting with right. pig and lamb and wolf and... Uh, Horse. What's the show on HBO where the kids are animals? I'm sorry. Uh, what's the sh- God? What is it called? Happy. I'll find it. Okay. Trey, I I didn't want to speak out of it, but Titan, the director of that, is the director of Raw. Okay, that makes sense. And yeah. so the the. Uh, trailer as i remember i just wanted to make sure that was the movie that i was talking about yeah the trailer is very much looks like raw where it's kind of like a very sexual um like horror thriller sort of deal Uh, i was thinking of sweet tooth sweet tooth yes sweet tooth means nothing to me i don't know Um... what that is Show on HBO came out a few months ago. Got good reviews. It's like where there's all these like animal human hybrids, and there's like a deer boy is the it's main like character. Bojack Horseman. Hmm. No, it's like a family drama. Okay, it looks good. It's like a Netflix thing. So that's October eighth. No time to die in Lamb. Uh, October fifteenth, we have Halloween Kills, and the Last Kills. Duel, which is the um, Ridley Scott. Clusterfuck. Where, yeah, where Matt Damon looks like he has the world's biggest jaw. Yeah, Brad Pitt's in it with a weird haircut, and uh, uh, Adam Driver joins the fray. Uh, yeah, which seems like it should be pretty good. Adam Driver's Adam Driver has a good track record. At least he's good in everything he's in. You know, I mean, when was Brad Pitt? When was Brad Pitt last in a movie that wasn't like? No. Solid. There yeah, I don't know. I, really, yeah. Scott doesn't I, I have a great you. track record either, honestly. So who? Ridley Scott. Mm. Well, yeah. He hasn't made He's a good a... movie since uh, Blade Runner. Hot take. Hot take. Trey. Hot take Tuesday. All right. So, Adam, do you watch any of the newer Halloween movies? I have. I've only yeah. seen. I guess the. Have you? I watched. I watched that last one that came out, written What's by. Uh, uh. What is it? It's Joseph Gordon Green and Danny McBride. Okay. Oh. Okay. Was it good? Um, it was fine. Uh huh. There was some. Uh. There was some stuff that wasn't better than other stuff i mean in, in the end it's a halloween movie and they wanted it to be true to that so it's a lot of 
Michael Myers walking around, not being killed right? Um, while killing people. <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't say it was like genre-breaking or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. just pretty middle-of-the-road for me. Okay. And the fact that the second one's there and that he didn't die in the last one because they wanted to do another one. They got him in a situation. They thought they were going to try to kill him. It was kind of cool to have like Jamie Lee Curtis come back in the last one and be like, no, I am going to murder him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now it's like that same bit again. And it's like, I mean, I was kind of into that as a one-time thing, not so much over and over again. Mm-hmm. Is Michael Meyer the, like, the lamest of the slasher monsters quote? Probably. I feel like he's like the least frightening. It's just and... nothing. He's just yeah. like yeah. he's like he can be super strong when he wants, and he's just like doesn't die. Like that's it's like also the like, like it's not... I think the whole idea of him was like he's like this monster that has no soul. But I think we've seen a thousand of those that it just doesn't have the same weight. You know, right? It's yeah. Like, oh, he's he just killed like... his sister. Okay. It's like, like the cool. same bit as Jason, but Jason pulls it off a lot. Jason's a little bit more supernatural and weird and and ugly and I don't know it's yeah Whoa. it's a very different thing. Yeah, like one of the things is that he doesn't want to not have his mask. Like that like that's like one of his like what is his other defining characteristics? There's not Yeah. Bl- cool blue jumpsuit. He can break dance pretty well. Or at least I've seen that on TikTok. <laughs> oh, have you been seeing what Gru's been doing on TikTok? Gru? From Despicable <laughs> Me? Yeah. What has he been doing? What's he up to? I don't know. Anytime Austin comes over, I just <laughs> look on YouTube Gru TikTok. <laughs> Adam will be in the middle of one of his TikTok dance compilations that he watches when no one's around. And he'll be like, oh, yeah. I was just looking for, looking for Gru. <laughs> I'm... So, Austin, uh, October 22nd. Actually, this is one. This is a big one for Austin, and this is a huge one for Adam. Because October twenty second, we have Dune coming out. Hell Austin. yeah, the boys are going to be taking that <laughs> desert by storm. You'll see Trey. You'll see the worms. Uh-huh. You'll see the blue stuff. It's going to be nuts. Oh, I want to see the blue stuff. Oh, you'll see the blue stuff. Uh, you've seen the um, David Lynch one, right? No, I don't want to. I don't want to sully my experience. It's with not that. horrible. It's just it's great. You know? I've heard it's real bad. It's, not, it's pretty bad. It's, it's pretty it's, bad. Yeah, it's it's you know. like the the author got to see it right before he died, and he was like, "Hey, it's always neat to see your creation up on the big screen." That was like his only right thing to say about it. Uh, Sarah watched it. A few weeks ago, and she was telling us about it on the road trip, and she said it was, like, one of the hardest things to get through. It's, like, gross, and it's... It is very gross, so actually. Much, like, I mean, I'm I'm reading the book now. There's just, like, so much stuff yeah. and just, like, w- words that are different. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so you just have to, like, learn so much. Yeah. Also, the like, book ugh. is, like, not that gross or anything there's like one character who's like fat and has to be like held up with these floating suspensor things yeah but there's not a bunch of other gross stuff i don't know why the 80s one was so well it's david like lynch that. you know and he has right, to make it right he loves the grossness he does. Uh-huh. they should have hired him on slime time live am i right 
Yeah, and there's all I don't know. There, also, that villain was kind of problematic too. You know, because he's See, fat. Well, in the movie, I don't know if it's in the book, but the movie they make him gay and have a whole bunch of like cold sores and stuff all over him, like he's like diseased and yeah, it's not. He does do well. some underage boy raping. That yeah, that's hard. definitely in the movie. But I mean, he's a bad guy. So. You have Sting. You know, yeah. yeah. Sting is not in the book. He's not in the book. As Sting. Yeah. <laughs> Sting is here. Uh, He's a member of the police. Adam, <laughs> we have a huge movie, though, October's 22nd for you. I think I know what this is. We got the French Dispatch. Jesus. Tell us about it, Adam. Are you excited? <laughs> yeah, it's a freaking Wes Anderson movie. Uh-huh. So, oh, so, uh, oh, I wonder who's in the cast of this Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> let me let me take a guess. Huh. Let me see. Hold Jason, on. Uh, hold on. Before you get, let me get the let me get the cast uh, how, list up. How many deep do you think I could guess this cast, knowing <laughs> very little? Uh, I'm gonna pull up the IMDb. Okay. Okay. Hold on one second. I'm gonna get the Wikipedia because this is stupid. Um, okay. Okay, and go. All right, give me Schwartzman. Schwartzman is in the movie. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, obviously. In the uh, movie. Give me, Owen, give me Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, second bill in the movie. Uh, should I go Ed Norton? The Nort. Um, um. Yes, he's in the movie. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, Bill Murray. Yes, in the movie. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, Tilda Swinton. Uh, you know what, man? Oh, oh no. guess what? <laughs> She's in the movie. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Thank God. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me do. Um, hmm. What other. There's probably so many more that I'm just missing. Um, is uh, what's her what's her face? Saoirse Ronan. Yeah, she's in it. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> I think. No, I remember in the trailer. Yeah, she was in it. Okay. Um, is well. Yeah, she's in it. Should I should I go for Luke Wilson? Oh, um, let me see here. I feel like that's a tough Luke one. Luke Wilson. He's only been in one. Or maybe two. No, he was in two. Um, I'm not seeing Luke Wilson. Okay, maybe no Luke Wilson. There you go. All right, so I lose. Yeah, what did okay. I get? I got you got seven. like eight, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you didn't get Elizabeth Moss. Uh, she's... she's... Okay, Elizabeth Moss, who's never been in one. No, I'm so. just giving you the rest of the cast. Right. I'm just, I'm just yeah, trying yeah. to think. Fisher Stevens, Griffin Dune, Wally Waller, Waldorski. Um, that is a Wes Anderson name. Are you yeah. sure that's not the character's name? <laughs> no, as French dispatch staff member. I guess this is okay. like listed in a weird way. Like the, it's not okay. the biggest names. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, Benicio del Toro. Uh, Adrian Brody. That's actually a big Adrian, one. Adrian yeah. Brody. I should have got Adrian Brody. Uh, Henry Winkler. Who? Is Clooney? No, George Clooney is okay. not in this. Yeah. Uh, Francis McDormand. Okay, that's one. Timothy on the... Chalamet. 
just I mean that's just a good guess just for any movie that comes Christoph out. Waltz. You have a you okay. have a star studded academy. So, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I mean, we just mentioned earlier. Hey, there we go. This is everyone's in this. Gang's all here. Gang's all here. So that's coming out. Adam, are you excited? I'm, I know we're gonna go see it. Who would you play in your Super Smash Brothers of the uh, Wes Anderson? Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Yeah, just as Bill Murray. Bill Murray's cool. Yeah. All the kids like I know, Bill Murray. I know Owen Wilson can take a punch. Oh, I think you gotta go Schwartzman. He's got he's got like some crazy energy. Yeah, that's o- true. October 29th, we have a uh, Last Night in Soho, that Edgar Wright movie, and Hell we yeah. also have uh, Antlers. That's that horror movie. I think by Benicio del no, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo. I want to say yeah. Oh, I, I think this. he has something to do with that. Yeah, he's just something to do. I think he might just be a producer because it's. Director by Scott Cooper. Uh, yeah, I think he might just be a producer on this. I you know, they he's... say he was the best Scott, but he injured his back and he <laughs> yeah, 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 we couldn't keep going. <laughs> um, on October, that... f- on November 5th. That's a great bit. On November, <laughs> it is the best bit. On November 5th, I guess uh, our buddy Spencer Hall has a movie about himself coming out. Because we have Spencer coming out on November Whoa. 5th. That's uh, the Princess Diana movie. Oh, it is? I thought it was about Spencer. No. They're going to talk I mean, about his it, baby. It could be a little bit, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's named after him, he's yeah, probably it be. in it it's somewhere. Somewhere in there. He's he's in there. He's What's up, guys? He's got his uh, Tiger Woods uniform on. Yeah. He's uh, riding a skateboard. <laughs> we have oh, Eternals baby. as well coming out in uh, November. I guess so, I just I wanted to make the, we don't have to go through all of November and December. I just want to make the Spencer joke, but uh, I yeah, hope so, it was worth it, Kumail. It was. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Is he canceled, up Kumail? No. Why is Kumail canceled? Is I don't that, know. I feel like there's going to be something on the horizon. He's like he's the not, no. He's not canceled. It's just uh, people are mad that he's a oh, weird, buff. muscly guy now. Mm-hmm. Also, like broken. But Did at least, get... Ch- I, I don't know. Chappelle was at least like an alpha personality. Yeah. You can't be a beta personality and then be <laughs> the strong man. Mm-hmm. Man, we got alphas. Of alphas only. <laughs> That's my motto. <laughs> Nathan Sauer. We do have a uh, Matrix Resurrections in December twenty second. Two pills. Yeah. I want that pill. I guess Nightmare Alley is the one that's Gamble Del Toro. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then Spider-Man No Way Home, December 17th as well. Yeah. we're uh, Wolf comes out December 3rd. The new the new edition in the uh, farm animal universe. I wouldn't so, consider a wolf a farm animal. Yeah. He's like an animal, though. That's where like, they feed. Yeah. It is an animal. I will give you that a wolf is it's an animal. It's an animal. Don't worry about it so much. But yeah, that's the upcoming movies. I'm very high. It's an animal. It's an animal, man. (laughs) Just don't worry about it. It's an animal. animal. Yeah, no, that's exciting, though. Mm -hmm. We shared some stories between each other, uh, Adam, if we want to uh, discuss some of these. We shared some stories. Yeah, some kind of gay. Uh, SNL hires uh, the uh, Please Don't Destroy guys as writers. Those funny white boys. Funny white boys. 
congrats to Funny White Boys again. <laughs> R.I.P. Beck Bennett. Uh, those are the guys. They do the videos. They do funny videos on mm-hmm. the on the online, and one of them is, uh, the son of the director for a bunch of the Adam Sandler stuff, and then another one is like the son of the Tonight Show announcer. So, always oh. good to know that people can find some success based on their own merit. I, you know, I think um, they're funny, but yes, no, I think no, they're, they're definitely they're like legitimately funny. Um, but yeah, I mean. So, but I don't, you know, I think I saw people that like were legitimately upset. But like, that's like how it's been forever. You, you know, it's it's you always have to know someone, kind of, in a way. It's 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 there's no chance for us, Adam. That's what I'm saying. How'd you feel about that licorice pizza trailer, Trey? I licorice pizza trailer. Yes, the PTA trailer. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, uh. No, uh, th- I thought it was really good. I thought it was a way more wholesome than I thought the movie was going to be, or at least it looked a little bit more wholesome than I thought the movie was going to be. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of has a, I don't know if I want to say Boogie Nights feel, but it's a lot more that, I guess it's that era, right? The 60s, 70s yeah. uh, in California. It's not as dark as his other kind of movies. It feels more lighthearted. Yeah, I'm interested in it. Definitely. I thought it looked cool. Uh, I didn't recognize a lot of the cast, which was kind of cool. It's like kind of newcomers well, in a way, you know. Well, do you want to know where those new newcomers came from? Where, hell. So, well, so the the main girl is Haim, Heim, Heim's barbecue. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the the singer, the okay. lady band. The oh, okay. lady, the lady band. Yeah, so that's her. Also, I'm a, she I'm a is. Bit... Uh, blind spot on like bands and stuff. So okay. Okay. Well, she's thirty, playing an eighteen-year-old. Oh, uh, just like uh, Ben Hansen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, d- you didn't you didn't recognize the uh the male actor. Is that Gandolfini? No, it's, it's not him. It, it kind of looked close, but yeah. you're on you're on the right path. It is uh. Oh, it is, is it Philip our? Is Seaton. it? Oh, okay. Hoffman's Hoffman son. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Another little piece of um uh nepotism, but yeah. hey. <laughs> uh I'll take any more Seymour Hoffman's I can get, so I'm down. That's yeah. a good nepotism. Bring me more yeah. dead actors' sons now. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all of your dead actors' sons. <laughs> I need them to play the actor the what their dads would play. Yeah. Yes. So so there you go. Um, nice. And then, and then Benny Safdie's in it as well. He is. Uh, we big fans of the Safdie brothers mm-hmm. on this. Um, so for yeah. this. I'm excited for that trailer, for that movie. It's not going to be I, There Will Be Blood. I also There's think not going to be any milkshakes being drank. I also think I saw that Spielberg's daughter is in this. Okay. Maybe. Okay. So, you know. Just yeah, nepotism. There you go. But hey, everyone loves Colin Hanks, you know. Everyone. Everybody, everybody loves Chet Hanks. <laughs> Chet, that's why White was, Boy that's Summer, why, dude. That's why Summer was so good. I know, it was great. <laughs> I was not allowed to participate, though, because he said no, Vineyard Vines, boat shoes, so. Did he really? Out. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Specifically called that out, so I guess I wasn't allowed to participate. Uh. 
Did you see that Peter Dante got arrested? I did see that Peter Dante got arrested, Adam. I did see that. It's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. They were like, you have the right to remain silent. He was like, I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) What did he get arrested for? It was something real bad. He threatened to kill his neighbor. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's not a good thing. Is that against the law if you don't actually do it? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can't make threats. (laughs) I've learned. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> huh. Uh, I wonder if someone needs to get arrested. <laughs> well, did we want to go? <laughs> I just found this link the, to something I sent you. Uh, I don't know if we have time today, but Austin is the perfect guest. The okay. 20, top 25 most elite milk carriers in Disney franchise history. <laughs> oh, oh, hit them with me. <laughs> hit, hit me. Hit me with them. Okay. Number 25 is Mirage from Incredibles 2004. Look, I don't need the riffraff. Just give me the top 10. <laughs> okay. I need cream of the crop. Let's you know. go with top 10 here, okay? Um, I'm going down the list. Let's let's do it Family Feud style. Awesome, you gotta. We'll, we'll go back and forth. You gotta name okay. the top Num- number ten. No, no, this is not. That's not how Family Feud works. I'm gonna say the lady from Big Hero Six, just because that's what kicked all this off. Yes, Ray? yes, Aunt she's something. number seven. Oh, there okay. you go. Okay, uh, give me Mrs. Incredible. She's more. Yeah, she's number four. Uh, okay, <laughs> she's on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Disney specific, right? Yes. Give me the girl from Road to El Dorado. Um, in the top ten. Yeah, well, I guess she's more hips. Yeah, shit. I already. I get a buzzer on that one. Um, I don't know. She's not in the top ten. I'm looking beyond okay. the top ten. No, I'm not seeing her. Maybe not a top milk carrier, but I'm gonna go with Meg from Hercules. Um, I Hell would yeah. put her on my list, but uh, I, <laughs> oh no, yeah, she's F, she's five. Hey, she's five. all right, all right, all right. Hey, good answer, good answer. I've always liked her. <laughs> you want to uh, know her breast me... volume and breast surface? Area? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't need. Don't need to know. Uh, give me Jesse from Toy Story. <laughs> Um, I'm scrolling. You're not even gonna go with Bo Peep. (laughs) Um, oh, Mrs. Potato Head. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not seeing Jesse from Toy Story now. Um, the hmm. Uh, What was the name? Some of of these are animals. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, that's tough. That changes things. Uh. What was the name of the girl car in Cars? Uh, no, I didn't see any cars. Uh, oh, my hmm. God. I just saw a real dirty one. All right. Trey's delicate sensibility. Do you want, to, uh, do you want me to go top ten here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Number number ten, we have Jasmine from Aladdin. Um. Number eight or number nine, we have Officer Esther from Bolt, and she's like an old okay. saggy lady. That's the thing. <laughs> she's right. an old fat saggy lady. Number eight, right. we have Jill Anderson from Inside Out, the mom. 
Okay. okay. Number seven. Well, I'm looking we at have... Officer Esther. <laughs> <laughs> I see why she's on the milker specific list, but it's not. Yeah, it's not exactly what you're thinking. Number it's seven, it's list. Go Go Tomago from Big Hero Six. Okay. Go Go Tomago. Go Go Tomago. Number not number six is Bell from Beauty and the Beast. Hmm. Good number answer, five. Good number five is Meg from Hercules. Number four, Mrs. Incredible from Incredibles. Oh, num- only four. Number three is Sergeant Calhoun from Wreck It Ralph. The like, uh, the, she's like Call of Duty ish. Yeah, the Jane Call of Duty Lynch. chick. Yeah, Jane Lynch. Yeah. Number two is Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Uh, uh, <laughs> she got big old milkers. Okay. Number one. Do you want to guess number one? Mrs. Steal Your Voice. <laughs> Number one, it's 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 you're gonna you're gonna realize it. This is easy when you hear it. Okay. Though I don't, I didn't realize this was Disney. Um, the Chick Fil A cows. <laughs> it's Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize that was Disney, Disney either. <laughs> Milk carrier. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the podcast for this week alright that's everyone good. have a good one we'll see it bye bye and more next time on Super Filmscast 64